Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Cass Henry. I'm on a mission to help women live their best and happiest life. In order to do that, I believe we need to live with a lot less clutter in our homes and in our minds. So if this is you and you're looking to learn the best tips for transforming all areas of your life, then you have come to the right place. Thanks so much for being here. Now, let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for your patience. As I know, I haven't recorded a podcast in quite some time. I admit I have tremendously missed all of you. And I just want to thank you for everyone who has listened to past episodes and for you who is listening right now to this new episode. I just wanted to record a new episode about stress, anxiety, possibly depression, and what it has to do with our clutter and vice versa, how clutter causes said things, stress, depression, and anxiety. I'm definitely a victim uh, <laughs> I guess I've fallen victim to this in the past for sure. Anytime my house is cluttered and disorganized, I am not very motivated to do very much. I feel sluggish. I can't find the creativity that I know is deep in within me somewhere. If ever my office or my desk is cluttered, the first thing that I have to do is tidy and organize it, which takes so much time to do. So I'll either take the time to do it or I'll just avoid the space altogether. And that doesn't really work in my favor in any way, shape or form, as I'm sure it doesn't for you as well. If you are guilty of having a designated office in your house, but you frequently either work on your bed uh, at your kitchen table or on your couch because your office is not set up or usable at the moment, then you are not alone. I just recently decluttered and set up my office and I absolutely love it. I love being in here. It feels so good, but it did take like three days to get there. And just because I'm an organizer doesn't mean that it still takes time for me to declutter and organize my spaces as well. But what I am going to tell you is that it was time well spent. I could have been doing anything else on those days off and I chose to focus on my space and setting it up because every time I walked past the room, I felt ashamed because I'm supposed to be this organizer and I'm supposed to be tidy, but that's not always the reality. I felt just, it just felt like it was funneling the positive energy out of me and just robbing me of it. It's, it's such a weird feeling, but if you are experiencing that, then, um, I'm glad I'm not alone in that, but also, you know, that by getting rid of this stuff that you no longer need, or at least finding homes for what you need or what you want and creating the space to be like feeling good and makes you feel happy and hanging up decor or whatever sparks joy in your life. Can't believe I just said sparks joy, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it makes a huge difference. 
And then if there's clutter floating around, maybe it's even just general clutter that happens on the daily, which is shoes and coats and bags and dishes and groceries and dog toys and whatever else, that's expected clutter. That's clutter that's going to happen every day. And then at the end of the day, the idea is to reset, put it all away so that the next day your home is ready to welcome you for a fresh new day. Each day is a blessing, my friend. Every day that we get to wake up for a new day is such a gift. So as I open up that new gift every single day, I want it to feel good. I want it to feel fresh. I want it to feel exciting, not like, oh, I don't want to wake up today because dang it, the opposite of that is not waking up at all. And I do not want to put that energy out into the world, out into the universe. No, thank you. So one of the best ways to rid your space or rid your body and mind of the stress and anxiety that you may be experiencing in your home, of course, is to just get rid of stuff, as much stuff as you can. Now, the thing that is required in order to do that is brutal honesty, okay? Brutal honesty is needed. Yes, I know your things are useful. Yes, you could use them, have used them, might use them in the future. I get it. Yes, you probably spent money on it or someone spent money on it because, you know, pretty much everything in the world costs money. I get it, okay? It's cute. It's fun. It's functional. It may last forever. It might be something that you could use years down the road, but the thing is, it is costing you your internal peace. And did you know that heightened levels of cortisol stress in our bodies leads to things like cancer and other awful, awful diseases? So not only is your stuff consuming your time, your energy, and your happiness now, I, f- I only fear what it does to us in our future. Now, I get it that clutter isn't the only thing that's causing us stress in our lives, but it becomes it 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 becomes a symptom of the bigger picture of the bigger picture items uh, happening in our lives. Maybe dissatisfaction in a job or in a relationship, or with your finances or with your health. And when when we're feeling stressed out, depressed, or anxious in those areas it depletes us of our energy. And then when we're, when we have depleted energy, the most that we can do is be in survival mode. And when we're in survival mode, you know, decluttering and organizing requires a next level amount of energy just because cooking and cleaning and keeping everyone in our family fed and alive and safe and to school, back to school, extracurriculars, that's a lot. On top of that, we work. So that's a lot. And then to declutter and organize between that, that's like a next level amount of energy needed. However, it's not impossible and it doesn't need to take days and days and days and days of time. You could do it 5, 10, 15 minutes a day, which is totally doable because I see you. I see you scrolling your phone all the time. I see you just sitting there doing nothing. Now, I get it. You may not always do that, but I bet you at least five to 10 minutes in your day, you're sitting, staring into space, scrolling on your phone, spending a little bit of extra time in the bathroom scrolling. (laughs) I get it because I'm guilty of that too. 
when I look back at my day, I kind of reflect on all of those moments that I could have been doing anything else, but instead I chose to sit on my phone and I'm just like, why? Why did I do that? I could have been doing so many other things that I always say I don't have time to do. Well, reality check, girlfriend. You did have time to do that. You just chose not to. And then as a result, I'm going to bed feeling, again, ashamed and just wishing that I made better decisions in my day. I'm not saying to make yourself feel ashamed or um, regret or anything like that. What I am saying is to be aware of how you're spending your time and how you're spending your money. And if you're buying things and bringing more things into your house, it might feel amazing at first. It's like, woo, we just got this new thing. You know, someone gave it to me for free on Facebook Marketplace. I absolutely love it. But did you really need it? Or did you just get it because it looked cute? or because it was free, or because in reality, it it typically costs a lot of money. Or maybe you did a pit stop at Winners and Marshalls, which my goodness, that is just a trap because everything in there is beautiful. And how can you not buy something if you go in there? The good thing about my personality is that I get very overwhelmed very quickly. So when I go into Winners and Marshalls and things like that, there's so many amazing options that I typically end up buying nothing because I'm too overwhelmed to choose. Which pros and cons to having that kind of to having that kind of personality. Um, but the thing is, is you have to decide what is worth it. What is worth it? My internal peace in the peace of my home, in my time. Because at the end of the day, you're going to have to organize it, tidy it, find a home for it, and pick it up after you've used it, which is taking your time from maybe hanging out with your kids, going to that fun yoga spinning class, whatever. I don't even know if that exists. Yoga spinning? I doubt it. But doing something fun other than tidying and cleaning your house on weekends or evenings or vacation days, which a lot of my clients do. They take vacation days to spend tidying and decluttering and cleaning with me, which thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for supporting my business and calling on me to help you with that because I know that's not always fun, but I sure as heck make it fun with you. A lot of my clients will hug me and say, I'm so sad this is over. Like, yeah, but you'll call me. You'll call me again whether it's in a few months or next year, you'll call me, we'll, we'll, we'll get a hangout again. And I'm so grateful for that for lifelong clients. So shout out to all of you clients out there that I've had in my life for the past seven years. So excited to see your face again. So I'm getting a little off topic. Usually I, I write out my podcast episode and then I read it because I like to stay focused. I have ADHD and I can go on a, off on a tangent really easy. So I have a couple notes here and I'm like, hmm, have I touched on any of these? And where is my brain going? Okay, so of course your clutter leads, like when we're stressed and depressed, sometimes we go and cope by buying more stuff. But If you are that kind of person, I need for you to be more aware of those habits and those tendencies, even if you're in the shop and you're starting to shop and you're shopping mindlessly and you're like, oh, dang it, I'm doing that thing. I'm feeling stressed out today. I had a hard week. I'm shopping, but what am I even shopping for? Hmm. And that in that moment is when you should go and put the cart back and walk out and maybe grab a latte or a coffee or a drink or a cookie or something instead of buying bags of stuff that you don't need. 
because then it's like a vicious circle. You were stressed out and anxious. You went and bought stuff. Now you bought more stuff. You're bringing it home. You've added it to the piles and now you're stressed and anxious even more. Woo! That is one risky cycle to get into. So becoming aware of that can really help anytime in the future that you're feeling really stressed out or depressed or anxious. I know, I know we want to retreat to being under our blankets and hiding from the world or doing the opposite and going out and shopping. But the first thing you need to do is stop in your tracks and become aware. Become aware of the thoughts that are causing you to feel this way because after all, it's our thoughts that cause us to have and experience emotions. And then become aware of your body because that allows you to be in the moment versus thinking about the things that are causing you to feel stressed out, anxious, and depressed. And then give yourself permission to take some really lovely deep body breaths because they always feel so good. And then maybe go for a walk. Go for a walk in nature or around your block or just even down to the end of your driveway and back up. Because just getting a little bit of fresh air and grounding yourself into Mother Nature, she will refuel you. Trust me, it does wonders. You don't have to go and walk like 10 miles or anything like that. Just a little bit will help you. Opening up your curtains in your house, making your bed, getting dressed into clothes instead of just PJs or sweatpants. Maybe doing your hair, makeup, if that's something that you typically might do. Brushing your teeth, that's always a good one. I know when I'm, (laughs) okay, TMI, too much information. Sometimes when I'm feeling depressed or anxious or depressed, or I already said that, stress out, I forget to brush my teeth. So on days that I forget to do that, obviously I haven't left the house, but on days that I realize that I forgot to do that, I have to check in with myself and be like, what are you doing? Did I check my bed? Did I make my bed? Nope. Did I open the curtains? Nope. Am I dressed? Is my hair done? Is my makeup done? Nope. All right. What is happening? What is going on inside your mind that is causing you to be neglectful with yourself? Because all of these things are things that make me like contribute to my happiness and my overall well-being. So check in with yourself. Trying to eliminate visual clutter as well really helps. It kind of turns down the volume of the loud noise that we don't necessarily like in our homes. So uh, clutter on the side of your beds, on the surfaces of your dressers, on your mantle, on your counters, maybe on the floors around your front entryway or in the hallways or in your bedrooms or in your bathroom, pretty much any surface, whether it's high up in the sky or low to the ground. We're all guilty of filling those spaces because, you know, just drop and go. It's easy to do, but it's costing you. It's costing you your internal peace. Um, something that can help you when you're feeling stressed, depressed, and anxious about your clutter and the state of your home is turning on some music, happy music, upbeat music, stuff that makes you want to dance, you know, play it out loud. And again, open up your curtains, let the light shine through, even if it's a gloomy day out there, just feel so much better. I'll oftentimes walk into clients' homes and it's so dark. All of, the, all of the curtains are closed, the lights are dim, and there's clutter everywhere. And I'm like, do you mind? Can I open up your curtains, please? And it just invites, it just sends an invitation 
to go that much further or take a step in the direction of making the rest of your house feel crisp and delightful and refreshing. (sighs) And then everything typically falls into place. And it's like, you know what? All of this started by opening up my curtains and welcoming the world inside. Because as much as you are trying to avoid the outside by staying inside and you're comfort slash discomfortable, if that's a word, um, space. Because yes, you may be comfortable in your house because you don't have to face anything outside, but you're also not comfortable inside because you're surrounded by clutter and that doesn't feel good. Even if you become, become desensitized to it, it's still there. It's like music playing in the background. You know the music is on and it's there. You can't necessarily put your finger on it but you there's just like this lingering feeling of like "Ah, I know there's clutter around I know it I see it I feel it it's not making as big of an impact but still having a hold on me a grasp on me so to letting it go so of course the biggest thing less is best because there's less to manage less to pay for less to clean up and tidy and have to create a a home for in your house. Having routines is really helpful. Maybe doing the dishes before your bed, laundry on days that you aren't wanting to spend with your family, um, such as like Sundays and Saturdays. But if that works the best for you, then maybe just do it in the morning or or choose like a specific time each week that you're going to get your laundry um, done. My tip for Folding laundry is typically to fold it right out of the dryer. So if your dryer washer area isn't comfortable, I put a little area rug right down in front of my dryer. So I just plop my butt right there on the floor and I fold the laundry right there out of the dryer. Um, So yeah, having routines is really helpful. Days that you'll tidy, um, days of the year that you will do a, a declutter, which should be at least four times a year, just doing like an overhaul. Um, And then remembering that small bits of effort go a long way, like 10, 15 minutes. Set a timer. If you're anything like me, I work really well with timers. If I set a timer and I said, okay, while this this timer is on, I'm going to be focusing on dishes. If I don't set a timer, oh my goodness, the floodgates open and and there's opportunity to do anything. (laughs) But for some reason, the timer kind of acts as like a person there keeping me focused and on task. So it really helps. I'm playing some music, like I mentioned, dancing. There's always room for a dance party. Um, Setting some candles safely (laughs) uh, so that you can, you know, make the air smell fresh because soon your space will look fresh. And then maybe when it's all said and done, have a bath, relax, rejuvenate, congratulate yourself on being awesome and putting in the hard work, even if it was 15 minutes. Uh, Remember to always drop off the donations at the end of every decluttering session. Otherwise, it will reintroduce itself back into your home. If it's not you, then it might be your kids or your spouse. So, and it's always a good habit to check in with everyone before getting rid of their items. (laughs) Focus on yours. And then if the kids are around, maybe do it with them or ask your spouse, hey, honey, this is fine to get rid of. Everyone has their own relationships. I totally get it. Um, Just 
it just builds better trust when you ask before you throw stuff out. <laughs> I'm always with clients and whenever we're dealing with like kids or, or other people's stuff, I'm just like, are you sure you want to throw all that out? They're not here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. They're not here. They don't, they don't care. We already chatted before. I'm like, all right, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, but then on the other hand, some people will send pictures to their spouses or whatever it may be and say, Hey, do you want this? Yes or no. So I love that everyone has a, a different, um, kind of mutual respect and understanding with all parties of the family. Um, but you know, obviously it's easier to get rid of other people's stuff rather than focusing on your own, but focus on your stuff first, focus on only your stuff first. Cause it's, you know, it is easier to point the finger and say, Oh, it's all of their stuff. That's making the house cluttered. Meanwhile, uh, could also be a lot of your stuff too. So if that's you and I'm calling you out, I'm so sorry that I'm doing that. But again, brutal honesty is the best policy. So my friend, if you are struggling with stress or anxiety or depression because of your stuff or for other reasons, tackling the clutter is going to help you reveal the other things that are causing you those feelings in your home. And perhaps it was those things after all, like the clutter that was causing those issues. And if that's the case, then my goodness, what a great way to navigate that by going through and decluttering your space easily. I'm not saying it's always going to be easy. If you struggle with staying focused, knowing where to start, you get overwhelmed easily. Um, you bounce from one thing to the next, not actually getting anything done, then perhaps it's time to reach out to me, your dear friend, your declutter girl, and I can help you with that. Things, areas that my clients have said have taken them months or even years to tackle. We tackle in a couple of days, which is amazing. I have so much fun helping them. And you, if I've helped you and you're listening to the podcast. So with all of that said, I'm sending you so much love and gratitude for listening. And I really hope that you can navigate your space in order to, so that it can relieve you of those emotions because those are really hard, heavy emotions to navigate. I totally get that. I experienced those all throughout my life and sometimes on the daily. And I know that the moment I clean and declutter my home, I feel so much better. And then it's like opening, once I declutter my space and organize it and clean it, it's like I'm opening the curtains to be revealed of what the actual problem is that's causing me to feel those emotions. Sometimes it's empty because perhaps sometimes it really was just the clutter that was causing me those emotions. And wow, what a great fix. I have a clean house and I'm relieved of those emotions. So my friend, I hope that this episode was helpful for you. If you don't already, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend who you might find it could help them. Find me on Instagram at Transform Spaces. If you're more so on Facebook, I'm also at Transform Spaces there. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude. I hope to put out another episode next week. So stay tuned and feel free to binge all the other previous episodes. There's lots and um, I hope that you would find them to be very helpful for you. So I'm sending you lots of love and I hope that you have the best day ever. Bye.